Shalom Aleichem and Shavuot Tov. This is Rabbi Kovex and Mishni Yomi is continuing in chapter 3 of Yuma. Very exciting chapter about the Avodah, the special service of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. We are in Mishnah Zion. Now yesterday we mentioned the change of clothing that occurred. There was an immersion in the mikvah and a change of clothing from the regular clothing that was worn every day of the year by the Kohen Gadol to the special big day Lovan white linen clothing that was only used Yom Kippur. Now, Mishnah Zion, in Paragimbo, Mishnah Zion explains these special linen clothing. Bashachar, in the morning, Hayalovesh, the Kongoda would wear plusin, the cloth from Plusa, which the, the Rav Barnur explains is Ramses in ancient Egypt, which was famous for producing very fine linen cloth. Shoshnem Esar Mone. They were worth 12 Mone. Now, 12 Mone is 1,200 Zuz. As we know from elsewhere in Shas, 200 zuz is enough money to get someone through an entire year of food and clothing. And we also know from uh, from the Pesach Haggadah that two zuz will get you a little little goat, a little kid. So 1,200 zuz is a very large amount. Now the Mishnah goes on explaining there was a separate set used in the afternoon service, Ben Arbaim. In the afternoon time, the big day Lavan were changed. They were Hinduvin. They were from Hindustan, as we'd call it. Shell shmone meot zuz, and they were worth 800 zuz. They were also linen. They're slightly less fancy, divi Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir. The Chachamim the other sages say, Beshachar haya lovish shel shmone sarmane. In the morning time, he wore garments that were worth 18 mana, 1800 zuz, ben shel In the afternoon, they were worth 1200 zuz. So they, perhaps there was some inflation in the uh, linen uh, prices. But they're, they're disagreeing. They're saying they were really actually more valuable, but they do agree with Rabbi Mayer that the ones in the afternoon were slightly less expensive. The Mishnah goes on. A mana. The entire expenditure was 30 mana for these two sets of clothing, according to the Chamim. Elu Mishel Tzibor. And they came from public funds, from the, of course, the Shagolim that we learned about in, in the Masechet Shagolim last time. The Merotza Lehosif, the Kohen Gadol wanted to add... Mosif Michelo, he could add on from his own money to buy even more deluxe garments. But if he wanted to spend extra, that was out of his own pocket. So on to Mishnachet. So where we're holding is the Kohen Gadol has just put on for the first time his special big day lovon. So now he's ready to do the special avodah, the special services that are only for Yom Kippur. Ba'lo etzel paro, he comes to his own bowl. Ufaro haya omed ben ulam lizbeach, and is standing between the front chamber of the temple and the altar. Rosho Ladarum, its face is facing south, Ponov Lamairov. But they would turn the actual face towards the Mairov. So it's the animal is up and down, but it's actually facing towards the west, towards the temple itself. A Kohen Omid Bemizrach, and the Kohen is standing to the east of the animal, Ufanov Lamarov, and he's also facing west towards the temple building. Now, the reason they didn't have the bull facing east-west is because perhaps at the moment of slaughter, it would defecate towards the Mizbeach or the temple, which would be disrespectful. So what does the Kohen do? He rests his two hands on the head of the bull, and he confesses. And thus he would say, this, should, this might sound familiar from the tefillah, the prayer service of Yom Kippur, where we do repeat... Uh, in Musaf, a large part of what the Kohen Gadol did. So a lot of the Mishnah of this parak should sound somewhat familiar from Yom Kippur. Thus he would say, Anna Hashem, please Hashem, Aviti, Pashoti, Chatati, Lefanecha. I have, uh, th- these are various words of sinning. Aviti is really a sin done on purpose. Pashoti is with, with Pesha, is like arrogantly or with rebelliously. Chatati, Chatas is for a mistake. 
I've also made mistakes. Lefanecha, before you, Ani Uveti, I and my household. You'll call from the very first mission in Yuma, the household refers to his wife. Remember, we said that the Kohen Godel needs to have a wife. There was a machlok as if he needs even a backup wife. The Kohen Godel goes on, Ona Hashem, please Hashem, Kaper Na, please forgive La'avonot, the Peshayim, L'chataim, all of these various types of mistakes and sins. She'aviti, she'peshoti, she'achatoti lefanecha, Ani Uveti. For myself and my household, my wife, his whole family, as is written in the Torah of Moshe, your servant. On this day, will be forgiven for you, to cleanse you from all of your mistakes. Before Hashem, you will be purified. And the people who are there, who are in the courtyard, they they answer after the Kohen Gadol mentions the name of Hashem. They don't just say, Amen, uh, in, in, in the temple, they say, Baruch Shem. Shvatov and Zaygezunt.